Hey guys, Scott Short and Mason McDuffie Mortgage. My NMLS number is 225998. Here, my good friend. Megan Harris with GSFA, also known as Golden State Finance Authority. Yay. Glad to see you back from your nice, sunshiny vacation, which you well deserve. So, you know, we all deserve sometimes get off this grid. So, we're here to talk about one of your programs. It's under the open door category and a conventional loan today. So, what, tell me about your conventional loan under the open door program. Well, I'm glad you asked about our conventional open doors. So just so you know, open doors is the GSFA down payment assistance program that provides up to 7% in down payment and closing cost assistance. So the conventional option under open doors is available and that is where we're providing up to 7% in assistance. You need a minimum credit score of 620 for the conventional financing option. You can finance a condo, uh, or a single family property of one unit. And we can provide up to 105% in financing. We will provide assistance, not only for your closing costs, but also for your down payment. Look at, look at my notes, so I apologize. <laughs> and so let, let's, let's do this thing. We were talking about one of our last video. So right now there's a big, I don't even call it. it, it, it People are, are speculating, guessing on some numbers that come out in the future. So right now, the max loan you can do for your program is the current established loan limit for United States of America, I guess. So what, 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 what is, what's the max loan limit right now for you guys? It's $548,250, Scott. And that's no matter where you live in California, that is the max you do, no matter who you are, where you are. It could be, now can it be lower in certain areas? Absolutely. Depending on what kind of loan you're doing, um, the, there's different county limits. There's different, you know, limits depending on the loan type that you're doing as well. With conventional, it's steady. Um, so any county in California, if you're using conventional financing, you can go up to 548, 250 on the loan amount. Cool. Cool. And we talked about credit score. Talk about seven, you get the seven percent max. So. Let's break it down. How does 7% max, if you have different ways it can break apart, how does that work with your, with your assistance? So when you, with the assistance on the Open Doors program, it's a combination of a gift from the program and a second mortgage. The second mortgage doesn't have any payments. It doesn't have any interest. Um, it's basically just kind of sitting there as this dollar amount that you'll have to repay either in 30 years or whenever you sell the property or refinance the loan. So the, the second mortgage amount on the conventional financing is three and a half percent of the first mortgage loan. So for example, if you borrow $300,000 to purchase a property, the assistance you would get from conventional is 7% of 300,000. And so that would be the amount that you would use for your closing costs and down payment, however you choose. Uh, but of that 7% assistance, three and a half percent of that is gonna be that deferred second mortgage. Again, that's where you have that 30 years, that's when it has to be paid off or whenever you sell or refinance the property. And then the other three and a half percent of that seven is a gift from the program. And the gift portion of the assistance is actually immediately forgiven at close of escrow, never has to be repaid under any circumstances. Right. So if I don't need as much as a 7%, can I get lower? 
Absolutely. So the lowest option available on conventional does depend on what the rate sheet says for that day. And the rate sheet is basically what the lenders use to evaluate what interest rates are available, what down payment assistance percentages are available um, every day. And so some days the lowest assistance is three and a half percent on conventional. Um, and some days it's 4%. It just depends. It can fluctuate, uh, but the maximum on conventional is always 7%, but you will always have an option to get less than 7% assistance. Um, it's just always best to kind of get what you need as opposed to, you know, more than that. Now, I understand for your program, if you have higher or lower than uh, the 80% of the area median income, how does that play out? With, you know the, the program yeah so i'm glad you mentioned that so what what you you're talking about scott is the income limits on the conventional financing option for open doors and so there is an income limit for conventional borrowers on the open doors program the income limit varies per county so typically in counties where the cost of living is higher the income limit is going to be more generous. So for example, like in Santa Clara County, the income limit is over $260,000 a year, right? <laughs> for a conventional borrower. So if you're a conventional borrower in Santa Clara and your income is $260,000 or less, then we can, we can provide you down payment assistance using open doors, provided you qualify for the rest of it, right? right. But Here's where the credit score factors. So for borrowers who are at or below 80% of the area median income in the county where the property is located, they're going to have better pricing options available, lower interest rates on their mortgage. They're also going to have higher down payment assistance options available to them than those uh, who are over that 80% threshold. Also, conventional borrowers who are at or below 80% of the area median income only need a 620 FICO to qualify for open doors. Whereas our who are over 80% need a 680 FICO. And for those of you who don't know, FICO is your credit score. That's just the short word. word. <laughs> Thank you. That. Yep. That kind of gave me a user. I obviously had to correct myself. I said your middle credit score kind of thing, right? So right. saying the FICO score. It's like, oh my gosh. But yeah, that's, <laughs> we get so stuck in our lender world. So we appreciate that. We so then <laughs> occupancy, you know, we're looking at what a single family unit only. How's that work property wise? What, what do you guys offer? What kind of property? Yeah, can we so with conventional uh conventional financing on the open doors program, we can you we can finance single family properties, condos, and planning unit development properties. Um and that's for all conventional borrowers. On single family, it does include one unit properties for conventional. So if you want more than one unit uh, to purchase, you would have to look at other program options, not conventional. Gotcha, okay. And then, so we got single families, PUDs, townhouse. Then the condos have any issues on, on your open door program versus your platinum program? No, um, condos are actually more generous uh, on conventional for open doors versus platinum because on platinum, there's a loan level adjustment for borrowers who are over 80% AMI. So on platinum, if you're over 80% AMI, you can't do a finance, you can't finance a condo. Gotcha. Um, whereas on open doors, it doesn't matter what your income level is condos are allowed on conventional as long as the borrower qualifies for the program. 
And for our audience, loan level adjustment means price is going to be higher. <laughs> Just get <Yeah>. that one. <laughs> what, what is it? Is it basically, it's a, um, when lenders look at the highly priced interest rates for products, there are certain things they got to adjust for because investors are saying, I will buy this if you do this. So they got to make sure you know, <laughs> when, they're, when they're pricing things, they price it completely correctly. And then, um, so also no manufactured homes. We can't do manufacturing, right? Correct. Mm. On home doors, we can do no manufactured homes, no co-ops, no investments, then, no seconds, and no vacation homes. Right, right, right. Thank gosh. And then for co-signers and and so there's a deal. If, if your parents or whoever doesn't live in the house wants to try to co-sign or co-borrow, we're not going to talk about difference there, but neither one can play into into convention, correct? Correct. Yeah. If you have a co-signer and that person's not going to live in the property, conventional is not going to be the option you want to pursue. You want to look at an FHA loan and um, go from there. That's, 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 that's for another, another conversation. Exactly. Let me sure I got all my notes with you, goody girls. Uh, anything else? We talked about income limits already. Talked about qualifying income. we got credit scores. DT, no, so debt income, DTI is always a famous word. So that income from your guidelines says you go off whatever Freddie Mac when you run it to the system, what they will approve, correct? Exactly. So typically there's a max debt to income ratio and the debt to income ratio basically tells the lender how much money you have coming in versus going out for your, your debts. And so the higher the ratio uh, is, the higher risk that borrower is to the lender. And, um, and typically that can disqualify people for a mortgage in a lot of cases. What we've done with the open doors, conventional option is eliminated a maximum debt to income ratio. And we've left it up to the decision engine, which is the system the lender uses to evaluate the risk of the borrower to determine if it's okay or not. So long story short on conventional, we do not have a max debt to income ratio. It's going to be, as you mentioned, Scott, whatever the decision engine approves. Gotcha. And then, and then uh, the good thing, well, just for you and I, because we're always talking to you and I, <laughs> no, sir, yet, that the sad part of DTI is that we're using gross income, not net income. So people recognize, you know, how lenders look at numbers. Anybody lives on gross income, I don't know what job you do, because I won't have that job, but <laughs> you right. know, I love net income. <laughs> Cause I got to pay Uncle Sam and his other cousins, right? But um, just recognize that if you're at a 45%, you know, gross income, it's going not going to be 45% when you're looking at. So recognize when you try to budget out, make do your numbers, you know, because you're looking at, you know, what's real, what's not real. How can you afford the house? Because our job is to make sure you find a house, but also we make sure you keep that house by making your payments, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right, Scott. And that's you know one of the goals that we have at GSFA is to not only help people get into the house but stay there. We want the mortgage to be affordable. So while we're removing the debt to income maximum on conventional, it still has to make sense, right? It right. still has to be affordable. And sometimes as the consumer, you have to look at it yourself and say, I know my lender is going to approve it with my income, you know, at X, but I'm only bringing home Y. And mm -hmm. so that means I need to decide what I can afford, right? Uh, when I bought my first home, I, I bought way below what my income level was on paper because I wanted to be able to afford my mortgage in the worst case scenario. You, right? you don't want to talk ramen every day? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've all been there, Scott, especially in this business. So. Right, 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 right. So, so that's a great thing. So last question is always, home, first time home buyer, uh, education, do we need it, don't need it? What's up? So with home buyer education on conventional financing, we leave that up to Freddie Mac as well. 
Typically, Freddie Mac will require it if all of the applicants are first-time home buyers. If they're all first-time home buyers, Freddie will require the home buyer education. In that case, you will need to get it. So basically, GSFA just defers to the loan agency and whatever their requirement is. Cool. I like it. So we've, we've got a lot of territory we covered today, so I appreciate it. So um, if you have any questions, you can contact your lender about the you know, GSFA, the Gold State Finance Authority program. If you see this this video outside of California, what do you guys call it outside California? National Home Buyers Fund. It's pretty, everything's pretty much the same information, right? It's just underneath a different logo? Um, more or less. Okay. It's, <laughs> like it's the same, but there are some variations because there's different state requirements gotcha. and, and whatnot. But that's yeah. good. So, so ask your lender, you know, if you're outside California, ask them about the National Home Buyers Fund program. Now, for you guys, you know, we go to gsfahome.org for California. Outside of California, where do you go to for information? Outside of California, it would be nhfloan.org. Cool. So it's all the same, but, you know, a little different. Yeah. <laughs> I like, well, I appreciate your time and I appreciate you coming on and always educating the people because it's the only way we get going forward is if we get education and we're doing it and we're getting it right versus some challenges, you know. So when people tell the people, you know, that program doesn't exist, that kind of stuff, there's a lot of people who say stupid stuff like that. It's more that that entity does not have you know it's not approved you guys or they don't find it's a, it's a good product so if somebody says nhf or go and say do not you know exist that's baloney sandwiches because here's here's making right here in front of me so find another lender yeah i mean and that's the other thing scott a lot of times people just don't know you know and and instead of saying i don't know they say it doesn't exist or you know it's been suspended or whatever and really they just don't know so if you know as a as, or maybe they have an understanding of a program that is outdated, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so there's a lot <laughs> of that going on as, as a consumer, do your research, ask the questions and don't take no for an answer if you know that there are facts to support otherwise. So right. uh, just be your own advocate. Well, that's kind of funny because Megan, I talk about all the time. There was somebody on Clubhouse was saying this, that, you know, doesn't exist, doesn't happen. And Megan had to pull in the corner, have a little conversation. <laughs> And that person's probably one, probably good producer for you guys. So hopefully people by education, that's what we're doing is force educate, you know, you and my lender friends to, you know, to reach out to Megan and find out what the program's all about. Because you guys, you know, all last year you did this program. People said it was not real. And I talked to you, I don't know how many darn times last year. Your program survived all through the whole pandemic stuff. It's still going forward. We ain't stopping. You work, you know, you work at your house, work out of your car. I don't care, but you're still working. <laughs> that's right. We're working, been working the whole time, Scott, thriving. So we're doing great and we're happy to serve and we'll continue to do so. All right. I appreciate your time as always. So enjoy your day. Thank you for guys for listening. So we'll be seeing you again some other time soon when making us more updates. <laughs> Sounds good, Scott. Always a pleasure. You too. Thank you guys. See you later, I get us. <laughs>